The following podcast is a Simpronto Media production. She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. One of the things I've realized is that there's so many chemicals in laundry detergent and the soaps out there. So I either make it myself, it's actually pretty easy, or I use my green fills. If you go to chantelrayway.com soap, I'll give you my free recipe for laundry soap. Or if you just feel like buying one that's really clean and not filled with tons of chemicals, you can get it there, chantelrayway.com soap. Hey guys, I'm on my way home from being on national TV talking about intermittent fasting and I'm answering the question, does intermittent fasting help you lose weight? Maybe you guys have tried intermittent fasting and lost some weight, but now you might just be stuck in a rut where you're not losing as much as you want. Well, I've interviewed over a thousand thin eaters and I've learned that intermittent fasting is just one of the tools they use, but there's so many more. There's nine other principles that they use to stay thin. To get out of your rut, click here to watch this free video. Hey guys, welcome to our show today. And we have the founder of Rock Bottom Wellness here with us. And today our topic is going to be all about thyroid and all about mineral deficiencies. So welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. So tell everyone a little bit about your story. So um, my story starts with uh, being, being, just going back to the days where I just felt horrible and feeling, um, you know, tired and fatigued and not much mental clarity, a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety. And it was a long, long road towards, I don't know, I don't want to go back that far. Um, but there's a long, long road until I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer, even before being diagnosed hypothyroid. Um, which was a result of the thyroid cancer eventually, but I had all those classic symptoms and never got any kind of answers until I had thyroid cancer. And I actually thought that that would be sort of the answer to all my problems. Cause once we dealt with the cancer and I got on some good medication, then I was thinking everything would be well. And, and I was also told that, um, in so in, in many different ways. And so, <clears throat> excuse me. So I had to find a way back to health kind of on my own. I was not given much guidance from that. And I was just told, you know, on and on and on that this is how it's going to be. This is your new normal. Um, it takes time. You're getting older, all these things that I just was so frustrated with because I was too young to feel that old and that out of sorts. And it was just a daunting thought to think that this was my life and there was nothing else I could do because this was the easy cancer. This was not a big deal. This was the cancer that once we do the surgery and you get on your meds, you're going to be fine. No big deal. So that's where it started for me. Mm. So Tiffany, are you currently on any thyroid medicine right now? Yes, I am. Um, the, the cocktail that sort of worked best for me after much trial and error is a combination of Synthroid and Cytomel. And I've, you know, I've tried the, you know, the armor. Um, I haven't tried any of the other natural ones. 
and I am tempted to, but when I did the first time with the armor, I had a, a big backslide. It did not do well for me. Um, but I, I, I feel like there's something that could have been tweaked, you know, more. I'm not really sure, but it was just, I was just at a point where it wasn't, it, it was just too horrible. I felt too horrible to keep, you know, doing that. So I went mm-hmm. back to this, to the synthetic, which is not common for a lot of people. Yeah, that is. Cause you, cause any, anyone I've known who is a, cause you're a certified nutrition specialist, right? Yes. Yep. Anyone that I've known, actually, you're probably one of the only people I've ever met who is a, in the naturopathic medicine type realm, mm-hmm. who, because most of them are like, Synthroid is the devil, you know, do not do Synthroid, no, no, no. Um, And, but I have been hearing more and more. I've seen a ton of uh, clients who they have done really well with the T3, T4 and Cytomel T3 only combination, Mm -hmm. adding both of those. So talk about that a little bit so people can understand that. Why? Why does that combination of having, let's say, an armor and a cytomel work so well together in combination with people? Well, it's all about um, conversion issues. And our metabolism is, everybody's is different in how we assimilate nutrients and, you know, our stress levels and our, just how our body physiology is. And so not everything is going to work for everybody. So, you know, it's, it's important to know how well that you're able to convert the you know, T4, which is considered the inactive or fairly inactive thyroid hormone into the T3. And so that armor or the natural desiccated type thyroid hormones combinations, you know, include both T4, T3, and also, you know, T2. Um, But with the synthetic, like the Synthroid and Cytomel, you know, that's just the one hormone and it's supposed to be as similar as possible to your natural thyroid hormone, but it's, it's not, it's a synthetic form of it. And, um, oftentimes people need that bump of the T3 added to their, their, um, combination of medications in order to start feeling some of the energy and help to, um, be able to manage some of the the underlying stress that's going on with a thyroid patient. So when you are seeing patients, Talk a little bit about not just looking at someone's TSH, but really looking at what should their T3 levels be? What should their reverse T3 look like? And just looking at a broader spectrum, not just TSH. Yeah, I have seen so many people come in with their their lab results for thyroid from their practitioners and they'll, they will have um, a normal TSH and that range is so broad. And I, I'm um, putting, you know, quote unquote, normal, um, air quotes here for people not being able to see us. Um, so the TSH is a broad range. And so if you are in that range, say three or four, and you're full of symptoms, you will be just sort of, it'll just be brushed off as your normal, it's something else, you know, kind of figured out type of thing. And so I like to see people's TSH in that more functional range of that 0.5 to 1.5 for optimal functioning. That's where people tend to fall into play where they feel, you know, more energy and less brain fog and don't really struggle with anxiety and depression symptoms. Um, When it comes to the T3, you know, you like to look at a free T3 number. And I think functionally, from what I have seen, it's best to have people up in that top quarter of the range. Um, Sometimes if it gets a little too high, you know, we can end up with some 
heart palpitations and some symptoms like that, maybe a little, it amps up anxiety a little bit. Um, but it, 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 it just shows us how well we're converting if we have those numbers and that reverse T3. Uh, I like to see that, and I think the normal range on a lot of tests is less than 30, if I remember correctly. I think people tend to present better with a less than 20 type of reverse T3 level. Um, it just shows how well their body is managing stress and, and rather than being stored into this inactive T3 hormone. So it doesn't really get to the tissues and doesn't really support and help the body do what it needs to do. And so um, looking at all those levels together along with antibodies is so important. I've seen so many people come with very, very high antibodies and have never been told that they have any kind of autoimmune condition whatsoever. I've seen it in the thousands and they've never, they've never been given any indication that there's a condition other than they might be told that their thyroid doesn't work that well. So here's a low dose syndrome. Gotcha. And as far as when you see patients, now you, you live in Minnesota? Yes. Okay. And so do you see patients all over the country? Like do you most, do you see people in person and also do it via Skype or Zoom or stuff like that? Yes, both. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. And so if you would say, I've heard a lot lately of people, you just mentioned heart palpitations and I've been seeing that in our Facebook group a lot. And um, people are saying things like, you know, I've had some heart palpitations What's going on? So can you talk about what are some of the top causes of heart palpitation in general? From the people that I've seen in my own experience, those heart palpitations um, have come from too high of the free T3 level or too much cytomel, or maybe their um, armor or NAT isn't working the greatest for them and maybe needs to be leveled out. Um, it, it's like an exasperation of the anxiety and it results sometimes in preventricular contractions, the PVCs. And those are, you know, considered benign, but it can, you know, for the most part, but it, it can trigger all kinds of more, <laughs> more anxiety because, you know, if it continues on and there's not an explanation, you usually have to go down the road of, you know, going to, I mean, I'm talking from experience here. I just not that long ago had to go deal with you know, an electrophysiologist wearing a heart monitor and having an echocardiogram just to rule out anything other than, you know, what might be caused by my medication just being a little bit off. So if you kind of send you down a bit of a rabbit hole and it's a little, you know, that in and of itself is anxiety producing. But from what I've seen when people report that situation, it's been from PDCs or from too high of 53 or too much cytomel. Yeah. So one of the things that I've noticed for for me when I was taking, uh, I was taking a low dose of tea. I was taking Armor and Cytomel. Okay. A low dose of each of them. And when my eating is really on point, so you know, let's say I'm just eating like nothing but fruits, vegetables, and lean meats, and it's just there's no grains in my diet. I'm eating a paleo diet what happens is your thyroid functions faster. So when you're, when you're eating a, a paleo diet, you're eating lots of whole foods. I'm not having any grains. My thyroid would work faster. And so I think that when I was on that medication, then that's when I would sometimes get heart palpitations because my thyroid was working and now I'm taking 
this medicine. But then let's say a couple days later, maybe I was at a party and I'm eating some grains or eating, you know, a piece of this, you know, or, you know, a gluten-free brownie or whatever it is. Then my thyroid's not functioning as high. So now that, that medicine is, I'm not having the heart palpitations. So I, I can definitely say that your diet is such a big part of your, your thyroid functioning and people don't realize how big of a portion that is. It is such a huge deal. And and I think that's that's part of when I take my people through my process is that I try to make them discover what they need for themselves rather than what, you know, what's read on the cover of the magazine and the checkout aisle at the grocery store or, you know, from radio commercials or whatever. You know, you, you there's so much information out there. And if you don't know really what affects you personally, especially if you have a thyroid condition, um, you're doing yourself a huge disservice. And I think, you know, I, I'm sure you hear this too, but I have people reach out to me and they're like, I already know how to eat healthy. I just need, I just need this or that or the other thing. And it's like, well, clearly you don't need to eat healthy. You just told me, you know, you're morbidly obese or you just, you can't get out of bed in the morning or whatever the situation is. And so what's right for, you know, general nutrition, you know, in, in general terms, isn't necessarily right for an individual with an underlying chronic condition. Hey guys, one of the things that will take your weight loss to the next level is coaching. You can either work one-on-one with me or one of our certified private coaches. If you'd like, you can schedule your free call. It's a 10-minute strategy call just to see if coaching is going to really take you to the next level. The other thing is listening to the audiobook. Listening to the audiobook and getting the video course that I've done, people are seeing dramatic results. If you just listen to the audiobook 30 minutes a day over and over and over again and get the video course, go to ChantelRayway.com and check out the video course. You won't be sorry you did. Hey guys, I want to tell you about a great product that you absolutely cannot live without, and it's called Digest Aid. When you're stressed, you might not be able to produce as much stomach acid. And if you're eating a little more right now and you're stressed, you need help to digest your food. My Digest Aid that I created has enzymes that are capable of doing just that. It has both betaine HCL, not just HCL, but an enzyme pepsin that helps your body digest your food, which is really unique. And right now, all of our products are 30% off. Go to ChantelRayway.com, click on store, and get yours for 30% off. Just use the promo code PODCAST. I don't know about you guys, but I've been doing a ton of cooking lately, and I've been having so many new recipes. Go to ChantelRayway.com slash free recipes to get the best kale dressing recipe you'll ever have, the dairy-free artichoke dip that you will love for completely free. I also want to give you my entire free smoothie book that has the best smoothies. One of the things that can help you lose weight is just to replace one of your meals with an amazing smoothie. So if you're eating two meals, just make one of them a smoothie. You can get my free amazing recipe book at chantelrayway.com slash free recipe. And our protein shakes are amazing as well. And right now they're 30% off. Go to chantelrayway.com, click on store and use podcast for the 30% off your protein shake. So let's talk about just someone's nutrient status for a second. Mm -hmm. So I know that 
it's really big into looking into people's cells and seeing like, okay, why am I feeling so bad? Cause maybe I'm eating the food, maybe I'm eating the right things, but it's not getting into my cells and they're not getting into the nutrients that I need because of what, like, what are some of the top reasons that you're seeing? Let's say someone's eating a diet that is good, but they're not somehow it's not getting into their cells to nourish their body the way they need to. Yeah, so I can just go by just a person I talked to this morning about her nutrient status. Just that's a perfect example is that she eats really pretty well, actually, probably better than the majority of the population, you know, who thinks they're eating healthy. And she has tons of nutrient deficiencies. And those are not necessarily complete, you know, they're indirectly related to the thyroid number. She also has a thyroid condition and is has been taking some medication for a few years. Um, But her nutrient status shows clear signs of GI, you know, dysfunction, meaning she's not absorbing nutrients that way. So that's, you know, number one. If you're not absorbing because you have poor gut health due to inflammation or leaky gut or, you know, the numerous things we can have problems with our gut for, you know, the toxins and our food qualities and that type of thing. Um, But she also had... Uh, like a significant deficiency, significant deficiencies in nutrients that correlate to anxiety. So, you know, her adrenals, her cortisol is probably through the roof. We didn't do any kind of, I didn't look at any cortisol testing or she didn't have any done on that. But as far as her nutrient status that, you know, the different vitamins and markers that go towards like brain chemistry and anxiety depression as well, those are all deficient, as well as MTHFR. So I think that underlying stress when she's just constantly in that tired and wired and, you know, running away from the saber tooth tiger type of feeling, you know, that just doesn't allow you to absorb the nutrients well, because you're constantly under stress, which again, goes to the gut. Um, And then also her blood sugar imbalance showed up. So she has you know, some blood sugar imbalance. She's got some deficiencies that exacerbate that. And then she's got deficiencies in nutrients to support that process of stress management and her gut health is in in check. So all those things contribute to, you know, how you're, how you're feeling and how you're functioning with, you know, including the thyroid gland. So what are the best tips you've seen to improve your gut? Like, do you have any supplements that you love? Is there any techniques that you think are really good to really improve your gut? Well, the first thing, you know, if if people aren't into taking supplements or don't want to start with that, I think the first thing is to completely um, unprocess your diet, you know, get back to really basic, clean food as much as possible. Um, there's so many people who think they're eating healthy by eating different kinds of protein bars that are full of, there's lots of protein bars that are not so healthy. Um, but they're doing that in lieu of eating real food. And so we need to push all that aside for a while, as much as you can, um, support the gut with, you know, fermented foods when possible. I like to recommend bone broth because of the healing properties of that. Um, you know, maybe for a while there's, it's not unprocessed, but protein shakes, you know, high quality protein shakes with like a paleo type protein versus, um, you know, a whey protein, things like that, that can be more inflammatory. 
that really helps to heal the gut that way if they're not able to absorb and digest very well, if food's kind of running through them. Um, it's a little bit easier if it's already sort of pre-digested, you know, with pureed soups and um, protein shakes. But I recommend, you know, kind of breaking down the foods with high nutrient, high nutrient status and so that they can absorb better. Kind of go back to eating like a baby for a while. I've had to have some people do that because they re react to almost everything, even, you know, what we think of as healthy foods. As far as supplements go, I love um, collagen and I love glutamine to help, you know, heal up that leaky gut syndrome where it kind of glues the, the mucosal lining back together and it helps with absorption. And so those are the kind of the top things I go to when people come to me and, and that's a clear sign that their gut is not working very well. Yeah, I agree. I have, um, I have one product on my website. It's, um, that it is a complete vanilla protein shake mm -hmm. and it's a paleo version. So it's really good. And the second thing is a digest aid. And so it has a combination of the, the reason why I developed it is because it has a combination of both uh, HCL pepsin and enzymes. Yes. So like if I am, so that is how, like if you've got a lot st of stress going on, you probably don't have enough stomach acid, right? So then if you don't have enough stomach acid, then you're not digesting your food. So I literally take that after every meal. And then if I'm going to have like you know, if I have something that I'm maybe a little bit of dairy, which I shouldn't be eating because I don't feel great when I have it. Mm -hmm. If I take that, then I'm going to be able to digest it a lot better and be yeah, able it helps to process. Yeah. So I don't even I literally like that digest aid. It's funny because we'll be like out at dinner and I'm like pulling out my digest aid. <laughs> And everyone's like, anyone, anyone? And everyone's like, yeah, me, me, me. You know, I know it's better than taking like, you know, Beano or Tums or whatever. I mean, that's how you can kind of use it in that yeah. same vein. And yes, I recommend that to people a lot too, or, you know, something similar because that, especially with a thyroid patient, it seems that there's that correlation with low stomach acid. And I have people report to me that if they eat a protein you know, a meal with a little bit heavier protein content in it, it just sits there like a rock forever. Yeah. And they don't realize that protein is such a big molecule and without that acid in their stomach, they're not able to, you know, break it down, much less the digestive enzymes. So it's, that's a great, that's a great tool to use too. Yeah. And then the only other thing is, is I also do castor oil every night. So I will, I have a castor oil that I really like that Dr. Marisol does. I, I have it on my site at chantelrayway.com slash castor oil. And I try to do that for constipation. Do you, do you have any other tools that you love to use for constipation? Um, there is one, um, there, there's actually a product called, um, colon X Mm -hmm. That's by Zymogen. And I have had people use that and do really well with that. Um, the other thing is, is using papaya, mango, and kiwi. And, you know, try to, try to keep with that whole foods base as much as possible, of course. But start out with maybe 
alternating those like every day, you know, a good full serving of those or, or more, even maybe two kiwi and, you know, full serving of the, of the papaya and the mango because of the enzymes that they have in it. But that, that seems to help with getting things moving a little bit for people. Um, I, I don't think it's end all be all for people who have severe issues with it, but that is something that I've used for people who have Yes. <laughs> so yesterday I went to the <laughs> and look at this papaya. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Listening to this, make sure you go to our YouTube channel and take a look at this picture. But, um, you know, I think people forget because they start eating, you know, all these fruits, the same old fruits. And I think yes. it's really good to start mixing it up. Yeah, the other day, I'm, I literally felt like I had that papaya yesterday. I think I ate the whole thing of it and I felt like a million trillion bucks. I mean, I felt so good. For sure. And the thing is, is where I live and a lot of people that I work with to get papaya and mango, it's not good. It's by the time it gets to Minnesota, it's just not good. So people eat your basic apples, bananas, you know, they just eat very, very basic fruit and don't you know, I also like people to get other nutrient profile from a variety of fruits and vegetables or produce or any foods really. But um, yeah, so if people can get a good quality fruits of that kind, it just makes all the difference for them. So yeah. Now, how that. do you pronounce your last name, Tiffany? Is it Flatten? Is that Flayton. Flayton. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We want to mess that up. Yeah. Um, but I saw on your website, you had something called a vitamin and mineral assessment program, which I thought yeah. was great. Tell people about that. What exactly is that involved and how do they, how do they do that? I love that test so much. There's so much that you can glean from it. It's not just, you know, you're deficient in this one and this one and this one. It's like all the connections that you can get from all the, um, all the different deficiencies. So what it is, is a cellular level test. It's a blood draw. So you need to take, you know, work with your practitioner, um, go, you know, get a kit from them, take it to a place to draw the blood. It takes about a month to, to grow out the cells because it uses your white blood cells and then they test your cells with those, there's 35 or so micronutrients that it looks at and it tests those against your cells and sees where your levels are at. And then we know that if they're deficient at the cellular level or, or not, you know, if they are sufficient, I guess, you know, then we know what's available to the body to do the work and all those systems and cycles that we learned about in high school biology, you know, if, if we're deficient in a lot of those nutrients, those cycles that, you know, provide energy to our body and to ourselves, um, you know, aren't, it's not working quite, quite right. And so by looking at the different, things that are deficient and putting the connections together, how things are related because everything is related. Um, you know, it, it just make, can make all the difference in the world for people getting their protocols set in place for them specifically versus just, you know, yeah, it'd be good if you took a multivitamin and yeah, you should take a probiotic. It's, it's more, it, it's not more specific. It is specific and t- targeted to the individual's needs. And it looks back over the last six months or so which is amazing because people will, and I'm sure you've heard this too, people come to me and say, oh, I've been taking these really good supplements for my friend who sells it through this and the other thing. And I'm like, okay, well, let's see what happens. And you know, you can tell that it's not getting into their cells. You can see the last six months, their body is not absorbing and their cells are not getting those nutrients. So we get them on a better targeted plan. 
I love that. Yeah. Well, tell listeners where they can find you and where they can follow you. So my website is Rock Bottom Wellness, and that's the main the main place I go. Rock Bottom Wellness or Facebook Rock Bottom Wellness and Instagram Rock Bottom Wellness. Keep it all all the same. Pretty easy to find. And um, yeah, that's how you can you can contact me. But there's also you can you can get um, a free thirty minute call at rockbottomwellness.com slash breakthrough. And you could just set up a call to see if there's anything that, that you can do to take away with a mini plan to help you get started and feeling better with your nutrients. Habits. Awesome. Well, thanks for being with us today. And you guys stay tuned because we have another episode coming up in just a bit. Bye-bye for now. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.